Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, and I am here with my lovely wife, Carmen. Hi, honey. Hey, baby, how are you? Well... Doing good. How are you? I'm good. We just got out of the hot tub, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, been a long afternoon sitting in the suds and, and drinking some suds. Right? No suds, because, you know, that'd be kind of gross in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get the phone. The anti-phone. Yeah. We actually don't use that. We've never had to. No. We did in our first hot tub, but not, not lately. And just so you know, what really causes suds in hot tubs is when people wash their swimsuits with a lot of detergent, and then they get put in the hot tub, the soap comes out and causes suds. Well, only one of us wears a suit in the hot tub. (laughs) And mine's not very big. (laughs) It's pretty tiny. So yeah, not a lot of suds. Yeah, and you told me earlier that I need a smaller swimsuit. I do. You're, You're going through this terrific transformation. You look fantastic. I know you keep asking me where I get I'm getting all these new clothes and I'm like, uh, I bought it a long time ago. Yeah. You look you look phenomenal. So and I think there's proof of that in uh, well, 2 weeks ago now. So people know what's going on. This is part 2 of the hotel takeover special, but we are recording live tonight uh back at home in the bar. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been there now. Well, One week, right? One week, yeah. Yeah, one week since we were there, and uh, we've kind of had time to reflect a little bit. So we're kind of setting this up. We'll get you back to the live action that we recorded while we were at the hotel, and then we're going to come back and do a little um, recap, I guess you would say, plus some new stuff because a lot has happened. (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, my eyes are up here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't (laughs) stop looking at your tits. You wear something like that, what do you expect me to look at? She has got on this little sheer top that is cut down to her navel. Titties are out. I can see nipples from here. It's it's a sheer bottom as well, but it's got like a panel in the front. It's because it's a wraparound. Covers up your hoo-ha. It's a wraparound. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, so it overlaps and covers up all that. Yeah. But, no. but as he's talking to me, he's not talking tits, to me, he's staring at my boobs. What the hell else am I supposed to? You're sitting across the table from me with those hands. Even out dancing there. dick is staring at me. Well, he should be. <laughs> now he's dancing. He dances for boobies. Oh my god, I can hear him. Okay, no. <laughs> so that's kind of what's going on, folks. We are just uh this is part two of the hotel takeover special. We want to uh, again thank Everybody. Oh, my God, what an incredible weekend it was. We had so many people come up to us and say, hey, we listen to the show. We love the show. Thank you so much for that. It it really means the world to us. Thank you to John and Rosemary who put on the event and invited us. They had us as their guests, and oh, my God, it was just so much fun. Here's a a little announcement maybe not everybody knows yet, but we're we're vanilla. We've said that. We well, have. You say you're. We're strawberry. We're not we're quite strawberry. vanilla. <laughs> yes, we're strawberry. We are not vanilla. We're swirl. So we're and somewhere in the middle. And by the way, um, I I'm I apologize. I didn't catch your name. Plus, I'm horrible with names. So there was a gentleman that we were standing in line with that was standing behind us, and we were talking when we were getting ready to get our wristbands, and he mentioned that he is he 
produces shirts. Oh, yeah. So we need to um, get together. I know you live over in Iowa, um, but we need to get together because uh, you guys are in the lifestyle, so it wouldn't look weird if we <laughs> mentioned that we want to have T-shirts made. So um, please get in contact with us. We're good. I've got you, his card. Yeah. You did get his card? I did. Okay, well, then awesome he's got your card, and we will be getting in touch <laughs> because we need some shirts made, and hopefully your lovely wife can make me, because I don't want a regular T-shirt. I'm sorry. It's got to be sexy. I need some sort of sexiness Tank added top, to maybe, it. maybe, or, yeah, we'll, or we'll like figure it out. Or, like, something low-cut, whatever, but um, we need some shirts made. Yeah, we've got, I, I've come up with so many catchphrases now. I've got my menage a twats. I've got to get that on a T-shirt, right? Yeah, we're van- we're strawberry, not vanilla. We got to get that on a T-shirt. What was the other one? There was one that just came up today, and you're like, "Yo, get the T-shirt ready." <laughs> I can't I remember. Don't what the remember. Hell it was now. We come up with this shit, and we never have a pen with us. And we were in the hot tub, so of course we didn't have um, phones out there. So we need to have something always with us because we think of this shit. So again, thank you to everybody. It was it was an awesome, awesome time that we had there. This is part two of the special to bring you guys up to speed. If you well, if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it. Cause yeah, you got to hear that one before this you, one. You got to get caught up to speed. But we were we had just gotten back from dinner. Uh, we had gotten to our hotel room and decided to make a costume change. And we had wangers on the window. Wangers on the window at the Alano Club. <laughs> all right, I got to quit making Varsity Blues references. You do. That's all there is to it. So we did that. We got our, our costume changes in, and then we went back out to explore. And um, all I can say is what we found, holy shit. Yeah, so <laughs> stay tuned and listen to the next part. All right, we're going to get right back to it. Here is live from the Hotel Takeover Part 2. Hope you guys enjoy. Midwest Menage a Trois. We've seen lots of shit. We have. We're going to go see more shit here in a minute. Kind of excited. Yeah. So, so far we have uh, witnessed the, was it the bondage? Yes. But it wasn't really, it was bondage and discipline, really, because he was, it was a demonstration. The guy had racks. He actually came in with freaking hand tools and constructed this shit, and he built crosses and stuff to hang women up on. And men. I'm assuming he'd do men. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I hate to assume that. Yeah. But uh, the, the, we saw a couple. There were, there were two different women we saw. They were stretched out on racks. And he had some device plugged into himself. And I don't know how it worked, but there was electricity coming through his fingertips as he was touching these women. Yeah. Totally need one of those. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Carmen's like, sign me up. Sign me up. But she won't do it in front of a crowd, so we no. can try it out here. But <laughs> no, I won't. Sorry. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, he had uh, the the metal the wheel. Like, yeah, but they're like medical actual. Devices. Yeah, it's like a spiked wheel. A spiked wheel. Yeah, it's metal. So you would hold on to that, and there's a <laughs> all kinds of shit. Plug and socket going on out there. <laughs> Sorry, as we're doing this, the uh, the people are walking past our door. As we've mentioned before. But yeah, the medical wheel with the spikes on it and, and electricity flowing through it. So I don't know. The The first woman we saw, she was kind of like, eh. But the second one, my, <laughs> God, <laughs> my God, it looked like she was ready to come. 
Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think she, she actually was, did. Yeah, she was right there. I think she actually did. Right there every time. So we we witnessed that. That's actually kind of set up out in a very open area right by the pool. We went up we went up on the balcony and we could look down on it. Yeah, sure people can't see. Yeah. A lot of lot of viewing area there. Then down around the corner there's a bondage room where there's a rope tying demonstration. We missed that one. We did. We missed it by a couple of minutes. But I think he's going to start up again. Yeah, we're going to go back down there. So we need to go out. back. However, when we're down there. This is how fucking cool these people are. Just normal people like us. They have a room. They turn the whole room into a boat under the s- under the sea. Yeah, yeah, they made a boat. They had waves on the ceiling, a palm tree on the wall. It was awesome. Like, you got to see this room. So we went in. It's just and they're they're not part of the program. They're not part of the show. They were just normal party goers. It was awesome. Turned their whole room into the love boat, and she was dressed as Julie from the Love Boat, your cruise director. Yeah, and he was Captain Stubing, which awesome. It was very cool. Very yeah, it cool. Was very cool. Yeah, there's there's lots to see. Um, lots of nice people. I know I keep saying that over and over and over, but everybody has just been so very Let's nice. Let's talk about this for a minute. You're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say self self worth, but your your confidence has your confidence been boosted tonight? There have been tons and tons of people looking at you going. Holy shit, you look great. <laughs> I, I don't know as if my confidence has been boosted. There's some hey, boobies on the wall. Titties on the window. <laughs> <laughs> we got some titties on our window. <laughs> anyway. I don't know as if uh, my confidence has been boosted, but In it just dress. feels really good to be around people that are so awesome and welcoming. And free. They don't. Yes. We can talk about anything with them. Yes. We <laughs> people and for those of you who are devout menage a twats, uh, we have talked about the splashing show a lot tonight. Right. And, and I'm in surprised. This, I'm very surprised how many crowd, people do not know what splashing they is. They don't know. Yeah. In this crowd I thought everybody would know, but they don't know. They so don't know. We brought that up. But they're very open to it and they're oh, very yeah. like, Oh my god, we gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> but Holy shit, people try splashing. It's fun. It might not be a total sexual turn on, but it was fun. So how are you feeling right now? I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. We've been out because the pool area here at this hotel is huge. They've got like cabanas. They've got little sitting areas and then a giant pool and a hot tub. And the the BDSM area that we were sitting at and watching the show is right next to the pool. There are a lot of naked people in that pool. Yeah, and I I didn't have a problem with it. You're okay? Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm jealous. Because <laughs> you want to be naked? I want to be fucking naked. I'm sick of clothes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just saying no. There it is. <laughs> nope, not ready for that one yet, but it's okay. I did see some swimsuits in this pool as well. Yeah. Not many, but <laughs> yeah. a lot of nudity. No. You can't go naked yet. Uh, yet. I heard yet. Jamaica. <laughs> that was our deal. Close those fucking blinds. I'll get naked right now. That's fine. It's you and me. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to step aside and we're going to go experience more of the hotel takeover. This is crazy. We're having a lot of good times here and we're going to report on it all. That's that's why we set up the shit here and wanted to bring this to you live because 
It's an experience. It is an experience. It is something different. So we'll be back with more. Stick around. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. <laughs> I thought you were waving at me like I needed to finish no, it. No, I was, I was, my voice was going, oh, good old-fashioned Midwesterners. <laughs> I thought you were waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So we got to apologize a little bit here. When we talked in the last segment at the hotel takeover, we're back in the bar now, folks. We're, we're back home and, and recording. But when we talked in the last segment, we said we were going to come back and tell you about everything we saw. Well, we had a little too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and as you heard in the last segment, he wanted to get naked and now he's naked. I'm naked. Woohoo! Of course, I'm at home in the bar, but that's all right. I'll be naked wherever the fuck I can. So, <laughs> yeah, no, we cut that last segment off, but we did not record when we got back to the hotel room at the end of the night. Yeah, um, I really Carmen started. was feeling shitty. Yeah, very, very unwell. Had a bad headache and uh, just felt like night, I was going to throw up yeah, again. The night was wearing down, so we decided not to record anymore. Um, and we just bring you all the action from our recollection. As foggy and fucked up as that may be. <laughs> um, one of the things uh, we want to talk about is we went out after dinner and kind of strolled around the hotel a little bit. We got to see some really cool stuff. We strolled around a lot. We did. Um, we've talked. We talked in the last segment about the bondage area and all that stuff and how you're the the bondage folks have actually contacted us off the air and said, "Oh my." Carmen's interested, bring her on over. <laughs> yeah, they thought they scared me, and the opposite. Yeah, they said uh, the, the comment was something about, uh, we thought we scared you guys away, and I'm like, uh, the only thing I was scared of was losing my wife for the rest of the night because she would be tied up on one of those racks enjoying life. Right. If I didn't want to, or if I was okay with getting naked in front of people, I'd have totally been tied up. Yeah, you would have you gone for that and tried out the, electron, or the if, electro thing. if... He would have let you put on the gloves and done it to me. Holy shit, we'd have totally been in on it. Even in front of all those people. As long as I had clothes on, yes. <laughs> I don't know if it works with... Yeah, I guess one, yeah. Of, one of the ladies had like a bodysuit kind of thing on. But the other lady had clothes on. She had a dress on. Did she? Yeah. Okay. So, holy shit, yeah. If you could have done it to me, totally would have been in for it. Why did you not say that at the time? Didn't think it was an option. So, guys, if you're listening, um, we kind of want to try it out. I was actually researching it this week. Were you really? Well, fuck yeah, I was. <laughs> I I even texted you because, so I was doing laundry, and it's really dry here in the Midwest right now. Of course. And so, furnaces are on. It's cold as shit. Right. We're in the middle and of almost even, winter. Yeah. Even with Downey you still get the static clean. And so I was folding towels right out of the dryer and I just had on a thin t-shirt, no bra or anything, and just a thin t-shirt. And I got shocked one in each nipple right back to back. And I'm like, I kind of liked it. Yeah, she did text me. I text him. I like that. I'm like, not going to lie, kind of liked it. So I started researching it. And then, uh, was that on Friday? No, no. This was um, okay. like Wednesday, I think. Say Friday afternoon, I get a text. And you guys who, who follow us on Facebook know this already. But I get a text about two hours before I'm done with my work day that says, 
I've been very naughty. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be a great fucking weekend. Longest two hours of my fucking life, by the way. <laughs> and then you ca- you actually kind of got a little pissy with me. I wasn't pissy. I was playing the part. Okay. Like, don't ask questions. No. And then um, <laughs> he's like, send me a picture now. And I said, in the uh, efforts of being defiant, no. Yeah. And he, he's and like, you're pissing went, me off. She said, I want to know what my punishment is. I said, don't ask any more questions. And you said, I was pissing you off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to play the part, right? <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later because, uh, yes, we did get uh, a chance to play around with some more tying and, and whipping and... All that stuff. Pig slappering. <laughs> Stop with the pig slapping. <laughs> it is not a pig slapper. We have to come up I with a better name. It. I love it. No. And, uh, and also during that whole thing, Carmen got to try out her new toy, which you guys have heard about already. We picked up at the hotel takeover. Yep. How was that? You like it? I'm not telling yet. All right. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, some other stuff that we saw during the takeover. We walked down. There was a room that had dueling Sibians. For those of you who don't know what a Sibian is, it kind of looks like a horse saddle with a dildo sticking up out of it. They, Actually, there's uh, there's like thousands of different attachments you can get yeah. for the thing. So you can either get the dildo, dildo that goes inside. You can get the one that just rubs your clit. There's a, there's a bunch so of different So many different other ones. So they had two of them set up in one of the hotel rooms. Um, the downside was is it was in a hotel room, so it was kind of packed in there. It was very uh, claustrophobic and... Carmen, because she's, you know, five foot nothing, couldn't see anything. I could not. I was really disappointed. That was the one thing that I really wanted to see. And unfortunately, short people problems took over and I couldn't see. And I'm not a pushy person. So I was not going to push my way into the room and say, hey, I want to see this. You know, show research. No. And you were feeling shitty. So if I would have picked you up, you probably would have punched me. (laughs) (laughs) No, at that point, I was still feeling okay. Okay. I was still feeling okay at that point. Um, But I couldn't, I couldn't see. So I'm hoping, hint, hint, John and Rose, um, house party. (laughs) I need a demo. Show notes coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Hint, hint. Uh, so yeah, I want to see how one works. I actually went on because I had never even researched it. So I didn't even know what it looked like. Right. So I actually did go online and looked at the cost and the cost has really come down. So, um, we might be saving for one. No. Okay. Yeah. I haven't looked at them in years, years ago. They were like five grand. No. They were outrageous. They were more than a car. Yeah. The cost (laughs) now is down to about 1100. So this might be a purchase for us all right we'll have to look into that so other than uh i i, I got to see this the sibian the dueling sibians was entertaining as hell obviously a couple of naked ladies riding these things and, and so orgasming and yeah it was it was fantastic um as we get back into this though the whole now that now that everything's done everything's over we're back home we just had a couple hours in the hot tub talking about this stuff can i insert something here i thought i get to insert Shut up. <laughs> I just Sorry. have to inter- insert something here, and that is fucking tall people. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in front of you. Okay. <laughs> now, I, I wanted to uh, get to, you know, now it's been a week. We're back home. We, we just had a, a wonderful talk in the hot tub for a couple hours, um, as we do all the time. 
how are you feeling? Like about everything? Yes. I'm totally fine. You're you're totally fine. Everything I'm fine. Good? Nothing. There wasn't anything really there that wigged me out. You asked me before about you know seeing people naked in the pool because I didn't know how I felt about that. You know this right? this was a big step for me. Um, I didn't know how I felt about it, and honestly, it was no big deal. I did not have a problem with it at all. Part of that comfort came in because nobody was asking me to do so. Right. And thank you for the wristbands because it really helped. See, um, I don't know if it, you say that, but I don't know if it did or if it didn't. I think just that whole community in general is so respectful and so cautious. I think they just, they ask first. Yeah, I think I, so. I don't know that they looked at the wristband. You said, oh, I keep seeing people look down. I think they're looking at my wristband. I'm like, no, they're looking at your tits. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tits are hanging out there. They're looking at your tits. My <laughs> boobs were not hanging out. You only they were saw on curvage. Display. <laughs> you only saw slight curvage. They were still looking at your tits. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I was looking at your tits like I am right now. You're always looking at my tits. I am. So, yeah, I just want to make sure, you know, it, this was a huge step for you. It was. And I was really okay with it. Um, seeing the bondage area was completely okay. We went upstairs onto the balcony. Onto the balcony. Um, yeah, we were up on the balcony and you were okay. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that part. So, we went up to the balcony were I we were watching everything and I was I was fine you know and yeah as I looked off to the side there were people in the in the hot tub and and they were completely nude and I think I looked at you at one point and said <laughs> wow he's really hung <laughs> you know it was it was fine it it was nothing that made me uncomfortable yeah, you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> because it was shocking because he was such a, a skinny guy. He was very, very skinny. Like, there was no meat on his bones. So I'm like, holy shit, he's hung. And maybe because he was so skinny, it just looked extraordinarily large. And what the, that brings up a good point. It, it actually leads us into a, a very good discussion because earlier today you asked me... You said, you know, we've talked a lot about how I felt during this. You said, how did you feel? Yeah. And and earlier than that, even, I expressed a, a concern to you, I guess. <laughs> um, first of all, anybody who listens to the show knows that I love to be naked. I, I would be naked every day, all day, if I could. Right. And um, I think everybody knows that you've always said you're a grower, not a shower. Well, yeah, exactly. And then the, prob the problem is, is I'm wildly average. However, that's the only department I'm wildly average in because I am extremely tall. <laughs> so when people see a, a guy who's six foot four, they expect to see a 12 inch penis. <laughs> Not always. And that doesn't happen here. <laughs> you are not wildly average. So, yeah, actually, yes, if you look at the statistics. But anyway, uh, so I asked you because you, you had made that comment and um, we had talked about all the people we saw at the, at the pool area and being nude. And I think at one point... I didn't even really notice. No, but you said to me... 
Oh, this was weeks ago, I think. You said something about sometimes you're penis shy. And you're right. I am. I'll be naked in front of you all day long. Yeah, but even when you're naked in front of me, there's times, like, if it's really cold in the house, he will sit on the couch, and he's he's naked, I cover but up. he's yep. got his hand over. Right. Yep, I cover up. So I'm not sure. It is, it, I talk a big game. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I won't be fucking naked. I'm going to walk out with my wanger hanging out. I don't care. I don't know. I, I do. That's a concern, obviously, for me. Um, and, and when, you know, you will look down from the balcony and go, oh, my God, that guy's hung. And he happens to be a neighbor of ours. <laughs> like, well, yeah, he is. I'm not. <laughs> but you know what? He just might be a shower and not a grower. Could be. So there you go. But like as I get back to what you mentioned earlier, you it's said we, we talk about what you are feeling. You wanted to know what I was feeling. Uh, that was one of the things I felt. The only other problem i had problems not even the word but the only other issue i had was when we first got to the meet and greet uh we were talking to a lot of people that we already met we we already knew and we were kind of standing in the corner and i just kind of felt like an outsider like i don't know if these people are really willing to accept me but boy that lasted about two seconds because right. as soon as we talk to anybody they're like oh my god come on in have a good time they were the, the, just the most welcoming people on the face of the earth yeah you had a an uncomfort minute for all of a second and i was the same way i had an uncomfortable minute for probably that same second and then you put a beer in my hand <laughs> <laughs> Carmen got her drink on. We all know. I said I need to change my last name to Kutherpali because as soon as you put a beer, I can just take one sip and I become Chatty Cathy. Hey, speaking of beer. You're out. I know. I was going to continue on with this segment, but I got to take a break. I got to go. Got to, I gotta I, go do you need another one? Apparently not. <laughs> I got to go get a beer. We will be right back. You are listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Thanks for joining us. Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois is a podcast about sex in the Midwest with three 40-something hosts. There's, there's mm-hmm. various forms of bondage. There's your hardcore where you're, you know, doing your hardcore stuff. And then there's just the, the handcuffs, the tie, the... Yeah blindfolding. Our first experience with bondage was actually on our honeymoon. Midwest Menage a Trois. Coming up on tonight's show, we are going to dive headfirst into <laughs> anal sex. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois. Available anywhere podcasts are found, including iTunes, SoundCloud, and more. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. That would be myself, I am JD, and my... Sorry, lost my train of thought. I'm looking at your titties. <laughs> my lovely wife, Carmen. So uh, you said during the break that, uh, or, you know, before we went to break, you needed a beer, but while we were... Uh gone we also both had to pee and this is a conversation that only married people can say (laughs) so i go into the bathroom and i'm sitting there and i'm going potty and he walks in and his wanger is in my face and i'm like why do you have glitter on your penis (laughs) 
I don't have. I, you do have a piece of glitter on your penis. You just couldn't see I it. I swear to light. God, I have not been to the strip club. <laughs> I know. But that is the only, only married people can have that conference. Why do you have glitter on your penis? <laughs> it's there. Her name was Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are talking about the Hotel Takeover. This is part two of the special. We hope you're enjoying it. By the way, um, I think I started this thought. I never finished it before, but... Because you were looking at my boobies. I was. Uh, The Hotel Takeover for us, being uh, vanilla-ish that we are, we were unsure. We were unprepared. We were (laughs) kind of going into this thing blindly. However... If people ask, did you have a good time? My only response will be, we've already signed up for the New Year's Eve one. Yes. We, and we've got we a room. There. We're booked. We're going to be there two nights. We're going to be there two nights. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. This was awesome. Uh, John and Rosemary, they're putting on another party on New Year's Eve. Uh, they actually got the hotel to commit to two nights. So it will be uh, entirely lifestyle friendly for two nights in a row. We're going to be there both nights. We're going to be broadcasting again. We're going to set up in the room like we did last time. Uh, We're going to actually be closer to the pool, so we'll be able yeah, to see the pool. Yeah, they moved us down. Yeah. I wanted our same room, but Rosemary said, no, I got one closer to the room for you. I'm like, oh, or closer to the pool for you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to see it straight from our window. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we're looking forward to that. Um, yes, again, thank you, everybody who who asked us, who encouraged us. We, I don't know how many messages we got. We uh, Just hundreds of them going, you guys should be at the ho- at the New Year's Eve one. You guys got to come to New Year's Eve. You got to come. You got to come. So we're coming. We're coming in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. So we're continuing on with our journey. We talked about pretty much uh, everything we've seen there. Uh, it was just a, a hell of a lot of fun. It was really, really an awesome party. However... JD, that would be me. Ruined things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to agree. You could say I didn't ruin everything. I. This is an honest conversation. It is. Did I? I didn't ruin the whole weekend. For Not you. the whole weekend. It was <laughs> after the last part. So. Both of us, as we've talked about, uh, Carmen was was feeling ill earlier in the night. I probably, I wasn't drunk, but I was, I was happy. You had um, consumed too much when, and when mm-hmm. you consume too much, you get um, prickish. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I know bit. I do. I know it, and that that's a big no no at these events. I I am I didn't follow our own rules. That was just yeah. dumb of me. I had too much to drink. She had too much to drink. We were just both in the same boat, and it was not good. What happened was, just so you guys know, um, we got back to the room, and we were talking about the pool um, and all the nudity and stuff, and I was really pushing for me to be able to go naked and and hang out there and fuck it. Yeah, which was one of our rules. Yeah, it was. We weren't doing that. We weren't going that route, but I pushed it. Yep. And I, I should know by now, when I push Carmen, things shut down. Yep. So, like, I took five steps forward during, you know, during the whole party. And then as soon as that push came on, I took ten steps right. back. Yep. It did. It, it was did. Entirely and it my shut fault. me down. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and 
I hate it because it's a horrible excuse, but yeah, I had too many drinks. That, that's the bottom line because when I have too many drinks, I get going and I'm like, hey, let's party. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get naked. Let's have fun. And yeah, it shut you down real quick. Yep. Um, so that was that was our bad experience, I guess. The, the saving grace was is that I am married to an awesome fucking lady <laughs> and... We just sat down. We had ourselves a nice little talk. This was Sunday morning. Yeah. This was, you know, as soon as pretty much before. This was even before we had our coffee. Before breakfast, before anything. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. So we just had a nice little talk. She told me how she was feeling, what I did wrong. I knew what I did wrong because I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> and we talked it out and... And then we kind of banged. Yeah. <laughs> Played with Rosemary's toy that she let us borrow. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> you know, you have a, a pretty awesome wife when, you know, she still gives you a blowjob after after you being a royal dick. I didn't just lick your forehead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rule number one in any of this stuff is you always go at the pace of the slowest person. And I did not do that. I, I tried to push the slowest person. And it did not work. No. Um, thankfully, I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse. Thankfully, I'm married to who I'm married to, and she knows I'm an asshole when I drink. And um, yeah, it, we it, talked it out, and it was fine. Yeah, and I knew enough to not say anything while you had been drinking, and I held it over until the next morning. Because right. had I said anything right that second, it could have gone totally different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And that's the benefit of, you know, what, 15, 14 years of marriage 14 years, now. Yeah. So, yeah, we know, we know each other. We know how to, how to interact and, and how to go. But um, unfortunately for me, I just, I pushed and I shouldn't push. Right. Yes. I want you to, to experience new things. I want you to, to go down that road. But I know you will if I just step back and watch. And that's what I need to do. And you'll get there. Eventually. Whether whether you do or whether you don't, right? But you need to do it on your own terms, right? And I, as soon as you push me, I'm defiant enough that I will just shut down. That's our problem. I'm too defiant. We are we are both rebellious people. We're both rebels at heart, and yeah, when you push me one way, I push back the other. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Hell, I, that's I'm, how I got my first tattoo. <laughs> My ex-husband said, you will never get a, tat a tattoo. And I said, okay. And I had a tattoo for two weeks before he ever even realized I had a tattoo. That was my attitude. Watch me. That's uh, a thousand percent why this show exists. You know how many people told me when I was in radio that, oh, you're, you can't be in radio. Get a real job. Get, get your hair cut. I had long hair back then. Get your hair cut. Get a real job. That's a George Throwgood song. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm like, fuck you. I can do it. And now we're doing this show and having fun. Right. So, yeah, we are, we are very, very too much peas in a pod when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I think we realize that and we, we recognize it, which is wonderful for our communication because, yes, in the moment... As you mentioned, you chose not to bring anything up. I chose to let it go and go to bed. And then the next morning, when minds were clearer, we sat down and we talked. And we really worked everything out and, and things are fine now. And then we had some really awesome sex. Oh, my God. Mind-blowing sex. Can I tell you? Can I tell him what you said during sex? I don't give a shit. 
So we're going at it. And she just looks at me and goes, did you like it when that redhead grabbed no, my No, I did tits? not say... I did not say redhead. No, you said, did you like it when those guys were looking at my tits? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> game over. <laughs> I did not say. Dick likes it. <laughs> Dancing dick. Dancing Dance dick. Dancing dick. Well. So, yeah, no, but you did say, did you like it when they were looking at my tits? Mm. <laughs> yes, I did. Game over. <laughs> And we're going to get into that in a little bit here. There's a there's a term out there called compersion, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. So that was kind of our experience at the hotel takeover. Is there anything we need to add to this? I don't think so. Yeah. Other than it was awesome, and we're coming to New Year's, and yeah, there we go. Yeah, so now we'll be a little bit more prepared. Yes. And a little bit open. You know, We weren't closed-minded before, but now we'll kind of know what to expect. Exactly. You know, before it was like, we have to go, we have to go see, we have to go see, we have to go see. And we really didn't take a minute to sit and just take everything in. Yeah. And think, what are we going to see? Yeah. <laughs> and so now, like you really want to sit, you had, you've mentioned this a couple times to me. You actually want to just sit out in, by the pool area at a table yeah. and just observe. Absolutely. Anybody that wants to come and sit at our table can come and talk to us and yep. hang out. And that's what it's really kind of cool about those events is you just get to meet so many different people. Right. The <laughs> and I'm, She's going to kill me, but the redhead we keep talking about who, uh, who grabbed Carmen's tits and ass. God bless her. It's still a fantasy of mine. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm replaying it in my mind every day. But anyway, her husband, I was talking to him for a while and he says... You know, I just wish sometimes people could see my wife during the week because she's so quiet and so reserved. Now, would you think that after you met her? I could see it. Oh, my God. I couldn't. She was just so I could so see far it. the other direction. And I think that's what this, this whole lifestyle does for people. It allows them that release. But you know what? People probably don't realize that about me, that during during the week, I'm very professional and very... Yeah, conscious but of not, what I'm saying and and quiet and I'm not an outgoing person. No, but even here at home, you're still you're talkative, you're chatty, you're you're sexual. But these are I'm talking to people that I don't know. You know, like in my day to day work life, I'm not. Right. Now, I think that's like I said. I think that's what a lot of this Absolutely. is for the lifestyle. Is it just gives people that release? It gives them that freedom that that expression that they can get out and and have fun and be be something that they're not from 9 to 5 on Monday through Friday. Right. 9 to 5. That's a fucking pipe dream, isn't it? <laughs> no doesn't, shit. Doesn't exist anymore. Right. Like 7 to 5. <laughs> I'm more like 6.30. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So that kind of wraps up our hotel takeover experience. Like I said, we're coming back for New Year's. We're going to be there. We are uh, also doing the house party with John and Rosemary. Yeah, on that's going to be like a... the first weekend of December. So we'll bring that all to you guys. That's going to be awesome as well. And that one's going to be even more of a shocker for me. That's going to be crazy. I'm, it is. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But like the the hotel takeover was a baby step <laughs> because you know you really yeah you saw a couple blowjobs and you know little stuff here and there, but. 
at the house party, it's just going to be out there for all to see. But again, you don't know that. No, they, know. they told in. us. <laughs> they told us. Well, yeah, when they gave us the tour, they're kind of like, eh, some people kind of fuck here. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see maybe five or six people all lined up getting a blowjob, sitting on the couch, you know. it's You're going to have people on the spreader bar, which We're you kind of made a little. We're one. getting to that. Okay. So you're going to see people on the spreader bar and people having sex here and there. And, you know, it's. It's going to be very different. Yeah, we're looking forward to looking it. Looking forward to it, but not um, quite knowing what to expect on that one. So stay tuned on that one. By the way, I would say that I am so lucky. Yeah. You keep, you, you've brought about four or five different, different dresses out to me going, should I wear this for the house party? Should I wear this? I'm like, I'm going to wear my fucking kilt. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's so much easier being a guy. Yeah, you fucking suck. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to step aside, take a break. We will be right back. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Abused, neglected, ungroomed, dehydrated. Every day, thousands of vaginas are being ignored, abandoned, and tossed away. For the low price of just $500 a week, or maybe half of your shit, you could adopt one of these vaginas and provide it with love, sustenance, and much-needed protein. With your donation, we will send you a pair of underwear used by your vagina, along with a picture of your vagina. We will also send you updates so you can see how your vagina is progressing. Your donation will make the difference in one vagina's life and bring a fullness, a wetness, and a purpose. If you can donate today, you will also receive a before and after scrapbook so you can see the change in your vagina's life. Call now and save a vagina. Midwest Menage a Trois. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. And dancing dick is dancing. Why you got to do that? Why do you have to do that to me right now? I turn up. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm focused on my board. I'm I'm running, dancing, dick. I'm I'm doing the show. I look over and Carmen's got her tit out. Why? Because it's fun. I know. We got to end the show right now, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. I'm gonna go bang the shit out of her. Holy shit! You know how hard it is to sit here with a heart on. All right. Anyway, evil woman. Yep, succubus. There's a few things we want to talk about as we wrap up this uh, part two of the Hotel Takeover show. One of the things was Carmen got a new toy. Bum, bum, bum. How was your new toy? I like my new toy. You have to be careful. You gotta be Who's that? What, what, what was that? Hello. What the hell? I don't know. Who is this? It's Carmen's pussy. Stop with the echo on the pussy. <laughs> Hi, Carmen. It's your pussy. Stop. Oh, wow. Carmen's pussy is here on our show live. <laughs> I'm going to so kick your ass. So, uh, so Carmen's pussy, how did you like that new toy? Oh, my God. I love that shit. <laughs> Apparently, your pussy really likes the new toy. 
Okay, she does, but she is not cavernous. Oh my god! Well, it's because she's across the room. We can't see her, so. <laughs> oh my god! My pussy is not cavernous. I'm not cavernous. I love the toy, though. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh I'm my just goodness! Saying, you know, your pussy's talking. Yeah, ask her how she likes it when you jam it in there a little bit too hard. Ow! <laughs> that shit hurts, motherfucker. Yeah, so you do have to be careful because it is rather long and, you know, not to mention the fact that you can choke on it. We should say a big thank you, though, to uh, Shelly at uh, Surprise Parties. Surprise Parties. Yes, she, yeah. uh, she hooked us up. She was at the hotel takeover, and she was selling toys and... Had that one. <laughs> kind of made my gag reflex go a little. Piqued your interest, <laughs> apparently. Because we walked home with the damn thing. <laughs> He's shoving it up my hoo-ha, and I'm going... Ah, <laughs> oh, like it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's very large and... Um, well, we should say, back up a little bit. We did a little um, session on Friday night because... You text me that you were a bad girl. Of so course. Had to tie your ass up a couple times. Um, tied you up first in the, uh, the the living room area here. We've got a couple of hooks on our ceiling. <laughs> Doesn't everybody have those? Of course, of course they you do. do. Hooks on our ceiling, so I tied her up to those. Uh, I really enjoyed that part. That was awesome. I, I loved having you standing with your arms tied up tight. The, the downside was, and we'll, we're going to have to explore this a little bit, but your arms fell asleep. Yeah. This is all this is all a learning curve for us. We're very new to this. And so, you know, our communication had to be very open and saying, hey, this worked for me. This didn't. Right. Um, so you did. You tied me up to it. Um, and... You were judging based on what I liked in the heat of the moment. Not out here. You did a little bit out here. A little bit, but not out here. A little here. bit. Yeah. I mean, you were like biting and like. No, out here we had the, the clamps on. and Yeah. And you spanked me hard quite a few mm, times. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. But we did, we did use the new rope we got. Kind of used it as a flogger a little bit and rubbed it over your body. Yeah. The tickle part, I really liked. Right. I did like that. Um, the standing up part of it was okay for me. Just okay. Just okay. Just okay. The The part I really liked was standing up. You had me blindfolded. Mm -hmm. Standing up there, um, the part I really liked was the tickle part. Okay. The the light touching. Right. Um, you know, at one point, your whole body was pressed against my back, and then you were tickling down the front. Right. And I did like that. Um, other than that, everything else was just okay. Yeah. So your arms fell asleep. We took <laughs> you down did. from the, the rack in the ceiling. And I did have to tell you that, um, okay, I'm done because I can't feel my hands. Yep. <laughs> so we took you into the bedroom. I put you on your back and tied your arms, but left your legs free. And my whole purpose for that was I wanted to kind of work up to this new toy because this thing is 
pretty damn big. Fucking huge. So I wanted you on your back in your natural position, which you enjoy missionary, obviously. So yeah. I wanted, you know, to work up to the big toy. Um, but you told me later that you, you really just, when you're tied up, you don't like being on your back. I don't. I don't like it at all. Um, you were also playing around and, and like we said, this is very much a learning curve for us. Very right. first, you know, not very first, but all of this is a new experience for us. So, um, you had me tied up on my back and you were taking the slapper and you were smacking me on the front and I really don't like to be smacked on the front of my body. Right. I don't like it. Yep. So, and that was. Yeah, I was, I was hitting your tits. I was, I was hitting your inside thighs. Yeah. And it, it, didn't, it didn't do anything yeah, for me. Yeah, you didn't like it. I didn't yeah. at all. Um, but it's okay because yeah. it's a learning process. Absolutely. We talked about it. So. Yep. So the one comment you did make to me when you were on your back was because I, I, at that point, had put in the, the new toy. And was going to town with it. What'd you say? If you turn me over and put that in, I'm going to come. Yep. So what did I do? I turned her over. And the problem with it was, and, you know, the bondage people can probably tell us a way for quick switchovers, but yes, I, I lost it. Yeah, I had these elaborate knots tied around her wrists. And Which everything. were fine. And then I had a, everything tied off to the bedposts and stuff. Well, when she says, turn me over, it takes me probably two or three minutes to go around and untie every bedpost, flip her over, retie everything. And then uh, also at that time, I tied your legs. So, so you that, had to retie my took, legs. took even longer to tie her legs off with the, the knots. And I'm not really good at the knots yet. I, I've got a pretty good understanding. It but was probably like five minutes. Yeah, it takes yeah. a while for me to tie everything. So yeah, by the it, it, five minutes from flipping her over, the the mood was gone. Basically, we persevered, but <laughs> oh, of course, you know. But you're you're like so close, and then I like that new toy. <laughs> oh God. Your pussy apparently likes the new toy. You flip me over and fuck me with that thing. I like it. Why does she have a deep voice? Can't you, like, do something and give her a girl voice or something? Because this is what I sound like. <laughs> I sound like a dude. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, flipped you over, started again, and, and, yeah, you were not, after the fact, when we were all done, you said to me, it didn't, it didn't click with you because the buildup wasn't there. Right. So, like, he was going straight to those points of where I was that first time, and he was beating the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, he really was That's my ass. I was smacking you hard. I wasn't beating the shit out of you. Well, like okay. I'm Chris Brown and you're Rihanna. What the fuck? You okay? So you were Chris Brown in my ass. <laughs> Just my ass, because it you was were red. Asking for it. I was asking for it. It was red. He was Chris Brown in my ass. <laughs> and yeah, every time. I and did, I loved it, was it. More, more, more. It was yes, and I loved it. But I think because you want, I went. 
I was there the last time, you're like, I'm just going to go straight into that. No, I thought I was building up because we had done so much with the, the being tied up in the living room, then being on your back, and then being on your front. What I didn't realize is, is the transition between all those three positions, it just took you out of the moment. Right. It just killed it. It really did. Yeah. Because in the living room, we were teasing, and we were tickling, and we were building, and then we stopped to untie and remove everything and move you to another room and then tie you back up, and and then we started again, and yeah, I probably went a little rougher because I thought, oh, she's already worked up because of the living room, and now we're right. going to go a little rougher, and then, yeah, by the time I got you on your, your stomach where you like to be, you just weren't there. Exactly. Yeah. There was too many pauses, too many breaks, too many shutdowns and well and you even said the same thing i didn't, that it I didn't was, like it yeah it was too many breaks in between i loved having you tied up in the living room i absolutely did when you were standing it was phenomenal for me and i couldn't see shit so i and had like, no idea like we're gonna like we're like you said we're gonna talk to some of the bondage people maybe, maybe there's a trick or something so your arms don't fall asleep when they're tied up like that well and maybe there's a quick transition a way to quick transition maybe you know, when we hook it to the bedpost, there's something well, that you can have a quick knot instead of in there. Instead of tying, though, the wrist, a lot of people use cuffs. Like when we went to John Rosemary's and they showed us the spreader bar, which we're going to see a lot of at the, uh, the house Yeah, it was, a cu- it was a cuff. It's a cuff. It's a, it, like a belt that goes around your wrist and just has belt buckles and you just cuff them. So that would be a lot quicker than trying to retie the knots and all that stuff. Right. So maybe we just need to invest in four cuffs. We'll work on that. (laughs) But you did, uh, Shelly, thank you, gave us our new toy. Yeah. Worked out well. It did. Kind of liked it. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie. But in the end, yeah, it was just me that was in you and that finished it. Of course. Finished me fucking quickly. (laughs) I know I did. Whatever. I finished too. (laughs) Yes, you did. I did. So that was our experience uh, with our toy that we bought from the hotel takeover. Um, I don't know. I I haven't looked at the notes. Is she coming back for New Year's Eve? I hope so. I don't know. I haven't heard. I would love to get her on the air too. That's got to be a cool... uh, Have you ever known... That's a good question because... With the internet now, it's really died down a lot. But back in the day... Oh, home parties were the home thing. Part, everybody was selling sex toys. Did you ever know anybody that sold them? Uh, I went to sex parties. I know you went to them, but did you know... Like any of your close friends, no. did you know anybody that was a, a rep? No, I didn't. Okay. But I I actually went to... I went to my fair share. I know. There's still a toy in our sex drawer right now. There's that, a few of them. That you bought at one of those parties. Yeah. Yeah. And it was your all absolute favorite. There was a few back then. Back then, <laughs> things yeah. have changed a little. I, I've graduated. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to talk to her to see how that is because obviously the internet has killed uh, a lot of that business. I think there's still probably a, a good point for it, and people probably still have the parties. But oh my gosh, you know, think about how many people. Not to interrupt you, I'm so sorry, but think about how many people bought toys that night and then went straight in and played with them oh yeah and takeover absolutely and probably if um mother nature wouldn't have reared her ugly ass head we probably would have that night oh absolutely 
we would have gone back yep. and tried it right away. Yeah. And she had uh, a little bit of everything there. So. Yeah. Yeah, we would have definitely gone and tried something. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what you got new if you're coming. <laughs> so. Carmen's a sex toy girl. I am. She I loves like them. my sex toys. We are going to step aside right now and take a break. We are going to come back with a little bit more. You're listening to part two of the Hotel Takeover on Midwest Menage a Trois. We'll be right back. Midwest Menage a Trois. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope you are enjoying the show. It is part two of the Hotel Takeover. My wife is looking at me like I'm a fucking asshole right now. <laughs> it's because my vagina has an echo. It doesn't have an echo. It does too. Hello there. It's Carmen's vagina. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I need some dick right now. <laughs> All right, let's go. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I am so sorry, everybody. <laughs> we have talked a lot about a lot of stuff tonight, and we are going to continue to talk because one of the things that uh, came up at the hotel takeover was... I would say hitting close to home. Yep. We uh we met a lot of people who live really close to us. <laughs> really close. Like literally less than miles away. It's okay. Yeah, it is, absolutely. And who knows? There's there's one um and this didn't happen at the takeover, it happened after the fact, but we were talking to some friends of ours who are Sam and Linda, who you guys know from the show. And he's like, oh, you know, that person was at the takeover. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, what? I did not see her there at all. But she works at a business that I go into every single week, it seems like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know exactly who that is. That's all right. Close to home. And Close that's fine. Home. And we've talked about this off the air a little bit. If if people, you know, we both have very professional jobs. We... Uh, we present ourselves during the week as as normal everyday people as as all most lifestylers do. Right. Um and, and you've expressed concern to me about well what if they what if they find out I could lose my job? I'm like, well, if they're listening, they're interested too. That's, yeah. that's the bottom line. If if they're into it, then then they're in the same boat that you are. Yeah. Um one of the things that you kind of came up with at the hotel takeover, we were walking around talking to people, and you, unbeknownst to me, I had no knowledge of this, <laughs> you kept saying, I feel so guilty because I go walking with my daughter, and I have to lie to her right? about the show. Our daughter lives not even a block away from us, and I felt really guilty because I walk with her every day, and... You know, she was taking care of her dog. She was, you know. Yeah, she, she took care of the dog while we were at the hotel takeover. While we were gone. And I had to come up with this story about where we were and all this other stuff. And I felt so guilty. I mean, how do you lie to your family member? And I I couldn't lie to her anymore. Yeah. I really couldn't. And yes, at the so at the takeover, you were telling many people because I overheard the conversations about how you feel guilty, you want to tell her, and all this. So we got home in Monday. I was gonna say the very next day, basically, because we got it home on Monday. Sunday. Yeah. You, yep. We went for our walk, and you told her. 
I did. Told her about our show. You told her about everything that's going on. Our daughter, just so you guys know, is 23 years old, uh, married, has a house, a career, all that stuff. So she's out on her own. She's doing fine. She's, she also is one of the most embarrassed persons <laughs> I will ever have met. She will... Honest to God, there if there's a PG movie on and there's a sex scene in it, she will leave the room if we're with her. She has gotten better, though, because she <laughs> sat there and watched the um, Kevin... Kevin Hart? No. Kevin Spacey? No. Oh, Kevin... Uh, oh, Jay and oh, Silent Bob. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. She sat and watched the entire Kevin Smith comedy special with us. But and she was visibly uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. She's always been that way. She's always. she's always been very shy, very reserved, and yes, the slightest hint of sex on TV embarrasses the hell out of her. So she will leave the room. Right. So you decide to tell our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, By the way, thanks for telling me. <laughs> and, and just to paint you a picture here in the Midwest on Monday, because we look like dumbasses out walking um it's raining so we're both wearing our raincoats which are ponchos and flowers and you know hoods up and we look like assholes out there you know the strings around your your neck tied around and i'm telling my daughter about where i really was so i look like a really big dumbass out there um so so i'm curious how did this conversation go did you just blurted out by the way we weren't really in no. chicago we were at this event no so she started you know she started asking about the weekend and i said you know i have to tell you something and it's not something i really wanted to tell talk to you about but it it's really important and she got this look on her face like i told her i had cancer or something <laughs> You know, like she thought that something was really seriously wrong with me. So I told her. Something is seriously wrong with you. Well, you know, a perverted <laughs> mind is not seriously wrong. So she she gets this look on her face and I'm like, we weren't really in Chicago. And I said, well, we have a show. We do a podcast every week and it's all about sex in the Midwest. And. I just started going into what the show is about and what we talk about without going into too much detail because I didn't want to embarrass her um, and how we try to make it because she's very, very smart. Um, she was the salutatorian of her class. Very, very intelligent. For, graduated with a 4.0 through college and high school. So just brilliant. So you know, told her that it's an educational show. We do try to help people um, and hope that people come away with something that they can talk to their significant other. Went into the whole thing with her. And at first, the first thing she said to me, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> I said, why? Well, so we make wine. We make beer. And back in April, she had come down to our bar to pilfer some wine. She was meeting me here, but she got here before I did. So she's like, I'm going to go pilfer some wine, which normally not a big deal. Well, when she came down here, um, Dancing Dick was on. Studios all set up and there's a penis with a cowboy hat on. 
Right. So she takes a picture of dancing dick so she can show her husband cause, and, and because she didn't really believe what she saw. <laughs> so she goes, well, that really explains a lot. And I said, well, this is this is JD's mascot. <laughs> this is the mascot of the show. And so. You know, we went into the whole conversation and surprisingly, she was very okay with it. And she's like, I am really excited for you guys. And this is really cool what you're doing. And so then I had to proceed to tell her. So if there's anything you ever want to talk to mom about, there's nothing that's going to make me blush. <laughs> so here's the, 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 I don't want to say downside, but the uh, the dark side of that conversation. The the father in me goes, oh my God, what the fuck did you do? Why did you tell her? It's none of her business. This is our sex life. She doesn't need to know any of that. The promotion and radio side of me goes, can we get her on the show? No. <laughs> no. No, but I explained to her that we are growing in such leaps and bounds every week. Thanks to all of you guys. Yes. We're growing huge that eventually it's going to come out. She's going to find out. She's going to find out. So I would rather that she hear it from me and not from someone else. Now, when you mentioned that you talked about us not going to Chicago, we went to the hotel takeover. I told her what it was. Did she, was she curious about, I mean, did she ask you if we participated? No, because I directly went into that and I said, you know, we, we went there, we were there as part of the show. We, we do not participate. Show research. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. (laughs) Right. So we don't participate, which we don't. You know, we don't play with others. And I did tell her we don't play with others. We don't have an open marriage. Um, But that's how I prefaced it. Yep. Okay. So she did, um, you know, the next day when we went walking, um, she did tell me that she told her husband. And the first thing he says was, I'm not even going to go and look it up. (laughs) Before (laughs) she even had to say, because I said, you know, He's very, like, he's all about research, and he will go and look things up. Oh, he'd find this show in two seconds. He would find <laughs> find this in two seconds. He definitely would. And I said, you know, I would hope out of respect for us that he wouldn't do that, especially because, you know, I don't want to be sitting there at Christmas dinner looking at him, you know, after he's heard the show. So um, right away, he just said, not even going to go there. What's the matter? You don't want him to hear about Carmen's pussy? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I don't want my son-in-law to hear about my pussy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's just... No, that's awesome, though. It, yeah. It really is. I now, mean, it's... I'm, I'm glad you told her. Uh, I wish you would have consulted me first, but... <laughs> um, no, it's it's great that she knows. We, we, we also have another child our son and, and you I, I have expressly asked you don't tell him yet yeah <laughs> he's um uh, he's a millennial 
He's very Republican. <laughs> he He's a mama's boy. He's a mama's boy. You know, he, he loves his mama, and I don't know how he would feel about knowing that she has been violated in the way that she has. <laughs> violated. It's all been within the sanctity of our marriage. Come it on. has been, and I've asked you to violate me, but I don't know how he would feel about that. Yeah, well, and... In, in, I mean, it's very interesting. We we did a whole show with uh with Sam and Linda when they came out to their friends about uh you know Sam did a road trip with his buddies and and talked to a bunch of his friends and and basically used our show to come out to them about how they were swingers. Yeah, but so friends really, are so much different than a son. <laughs> it is very interesting. And the other part of that is is we talked to a lot of people in the lifestyle, and I would say it's probably about fifty percent of them their kids know. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it just boggles my mind, and, and and it really, really worried me until you had that conversation. Now I'm like, yeah, she knows. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. So, like, anytime she comes over, I don't have to worry about cleaning up the studio. Now, what would you do today when, when our son came over? Yeah, I cleaned everything up. You cleaned up the hide, studio. Hide everything, but... Yeah. Yeah. With her, I... <laughs> You and might it's funny because she you might shove da- dancing dick under something. But she moved into a house that's I don't know what two blocks away from us. She is literally down the street from us. And when she did that, when they bought that house, the first conversation you had with her was, "Unless you want to see more of JD than you want to, <laughs> you call before you come over." Right. Because, yeah, we're empty nesters now. I walk around naked all the time. I'm like, if you want, unless you want to see more of me than you want to. Now, there was one day that call. she almost saw more of us than she wanted <laughs> she came to. Close. She came very close. You were buck ass naked, and I was sitting in a in a robe with nothing underneath it, but it my robe does not have a tie. Right. And all of a sudden, we see her walking across the, you know, up the road and we're like oh shit (laughs) and we booked it downstairs threw some clothes on and thankfully it was summer and there was dew on the grass because it was early morning and she was sitting on our front steps wiping grass off her feet (laughs) i'm like what are you doing (laughs) yeah we're we're scrambling yeah well no we were by that time we had come back up and gotten you know we were dressed right so yeah, she was coming over to borrow my my food processor. <laughs> well, you almost got more than you thought. Are you done? We're good? We're good. Uh, what a hell of a time, though, folks. Uh, this is going to wrap up part two of the hotel takeover. Thank you again to everybody that came up to us. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. It we, was. We, love we had a lot of fun. Comments. We love hearing the comments. We love hearing all the fans. Make sure if you see us out and about, come up and say hi. You can always email us. It's midwestthreesome at gmail.com. That's midwest, the number three, and S-O-M-E at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook. We're on there, too. Midwest Menage a Trois. You can't miss it. Why do I see my vagina getting ready to talk to you? Hello, bud. <laughs> This is Carvin's vagina. I need some dick. Hey, I guess that's about the end of the show then. I gotta go fuck the <laughs> hell out of this thing. That's right. Come fuck me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over the echo. 
It's not because I'm cavernous. <laughs> it's because I'm talking to you from across the room. It's because she's empty, right? <laughs> yes, I need to be filled up with some semen. How Give many? Me some spunk. <laughs> How many semen? I need some comb right now. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess I got to get out of here. I got to go fill up a vagina. That's right, motherfucker. Come fill this shit up. Hey, it is it is Veterans Day, so you know she she needs some semen. <laughs> God bless the Navy, the Marines, the Army, and the Air Force. Thank you all. Seamen or not. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to get out of here. On the next show, we are going to talk exclusively. No, no. Not exclusively. exclusively. But a little bit. We're going to talk about... Uh, what's the... C... CNM. I had to think about it yeah. there for a second. CNN, Some damn acronym. Consensual non-monogamy. There is a great article out there that was written by a psychiatrist, and, and we're going to... I should probably do a little research, see if I can get him on the show. All right. But we're going to talk about that. And uh, we mentioned compersion earlier in the show. We're going to talk about that, what that is, and, and all the different terms. So we hope you tune in. You guys week. might have done some research by the time we come back on. Yeah, there you go. We're going to say goodnight for now. Thank you for listening to part two of the Hotel Takeover. We are going to get out of here. You've been listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. I'm JD with my lovely wife, Carmen. Goodnight. Bye-bye.